0: I'm Lindsay Maloney, and this is the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I built a six-figure coaching business while raising my three babies and working a nine-to-five, and I'm here to help you break free from the hustle mentality that's been holding you back from reaching your full potential so you can know your worth, step into your own power, and of course, book your dream clients. Welcome back to another episode of the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. Today I am visiting with Therese Skelly and we are chatting all about mindset, money blocks, clearing your energy so you can be a higher level entrepreneur who makes a huge difference in this world. So sit back, relax and enjoy the episode. Therese, thank you so much for being on the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I'm so excited you're here.
1: Thank you. It's
0: great to be here. Thank you so much. I know it's early for you, so thank you for being with me. I am all about the early morning interviews because I feel like it's so exciting to talk with somebody who is inspirational right away in the morning. And (laughs) I know that a lot of my people love to listen to podcasts in the morning while they're getting ready and ready to go in. And I think your um, story and your business is going to be really helpful and inspirational for all of us. So why don't you go ahead and tell us who you are and what you do and who you serve?
1: Yes. So you know, I started out as a psychotherapist and that really informs everything that I do. And then I moved in 2001. I went to coaching school. Then I moved into like accidentally, that's sort of funny to say, <laughs> accidentally became a business coach, which is sort of a funny story. Um, <laughs> so I spent the first part of my career really in the struggle piece of it, because even though I was really good at the coaching part of it, and even though I had all these tools, uh, what I discovered is that I couldn't own my value. I was really struggling with, well, wait a minute. I, I, I never worked in corporate. I didn't have a business background. And how, the, wait, how did I get here? I'm a business coach, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I discovered is that the women that I like to serve are the ones that sell themselves, basically they're service-based business owners. And I discovered that when you are up for sale, all your gremlins come to play, all your old beliefs, all Mm. the limiting thoughts, all the, like, so it's, it really becomes way more than here's a seven step formula. It becomes like, oh my God, who do you have to be? And what do you got to clear out in order to get your great work out in the world? And so today I really blend and I, I figured it out. Like I, I, I teach used to teach women how to sell and how to market. I've been a business coach, marketing consultant. I, I've worked with messaging and all the, all the more how to run the business things. Mm-hmm. But my love today, Lindsay, is really focusing on that inner game piece, right? This is my, like, I'm a ninja, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a, a crazy ninja where a lot of, you know, a lot of people know what they're supposed to do for marketing. Like most women come to me and they say, yeah, I, I, I'm the one that's holding me back. It's not that I don't know what I'm selling or how Mm -hmm. to do it, but I'm in my own way. You know, I'm the one I'm, I'm sitting on a gold mine and ah, I'm not letting it Mm -hmm. happen. And so the work I do today is really figuring out, you know, I have this like three-step process I call align, clear, and embody. So you, I want you to be aligned to the thing your soul wants you to do. Not what will sell, not what's been selling, but just thing that you would just like, whoa, you know, Mm -hmm. and then I, then we got to get you cleared because there's lots of stuff that is going to get in the way of that. And then the next piece is I help you embody that. Like, who do you have to be in the world to really be the steward of that great mission you're supposed to be? So it's super fun. That's, and I, I I work with what I call high achieving women in business who are super mission driven, you know, they're here for a purpose. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I already have a bunch of notes written down just from that.
1: (laughs) And I I just have to say, I've had no coffee this morning, so I'm I'm pretty proud of myself getting up this early. I was was telling Lindsay, like, it's dark out (laughs) and I'm not a morning person, so, but for you, you I will get up, I will do this for you and your listeners.
0: (laughs) Well, I appreciate it because you just said so many things that like lit me up and I was writing because Mm, when you said it's not about having the seven step process to making six (sighs) figures in nine months, that stuff makes me just cringe. Me too. Me too. Yeah. It's so, and it always felt weird to me and I didn't know why, but I thought I have to do it that way because this this guy is telling me to, and yeah. it it never feels right. And then you buy all the courses and you do all the things and you're still at the same spot. Is that mm-hmm. kind of when a lot of your clients come to you when they just, I've done it all, Therese, mm-hmm. now what the mm-hmm. heck do I do?
1: Yeah. And, and very often, Lindsay, the sad part that the part that I just, I, I like, we could get on soap boxes here and just like, we'll be like screaming <laughs> evangelists in the street corner. Perfect. What happens is either sometimes the mentors make them wrong. Like, oh, well, you don't want it badly enough, or you weren't willing to do what it takes. Mm-hmm. And or, which creates shame. Um, or there's really a sense of like, God, what is wrong with me? Like it worked for her, it worked for so-and-so. And then there, there's this kind of spiral of like doubt or I'm an imposter, you know, that kind of, and so mm-hmm. it's, it, it just makes me nuts. It just, And I'm just sitting here going, but you're not looking in the right direction. Like my, my story is, you know, imagine if you have a flooded basement and there's like three feet of water and you call your friend and they say, you know, you should just. Redo your living room because the feng shui in your house is really funky. And then you're like, mm. what? You know what I mean? It's like that. It's like, yeah, you need a, a freshly spruced up living room, but there's freaking water in your basement, you know. Yes. But nobody nobody wants to go to that place. It's easier to just get more Twitter followers and do Pinterest oh, yeah. boards.
0: You know? <laughs> so- right. Oh yeah, totally. But you're, you'll never see that if you're not down in the basement and you pay attention to pretty what's much, going on.
1: Pretty much. Slugging out the dirty water, pretty right. much. Right.
0: I I love that you work with women who who are acknowledging that this is such an, it's, I don't want to say issue, but I don't mm-hmm. know the best word to pull from mm-hmm. but because it is. And I, I feel the same way. Sometimes I'll be in certain programs and I'll think, I'm 35 and I think, Mm -hmm. am I too old? Like nobody in here has kids. Nobody in here has this and that. And I feel like I'm, there's something weird. Yeah. And then I see a lot of women around my age and older who don't feel like they're good enough to do something because of a number. And that, that makes me so sad because there's such powerhouses out there. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a
1: lot holding them back. Do you agree? Oh, so much. And I'm, I'm, um, I'm more than, oh, more older than you, <laughs> a couple decades on you. And, um, it's interesting to hear a 35 year old say that because i I came from you know the archetype of the women who weren't given permission you guys you know thank you God bless Oprah she'd literally changed the face of of the world for women mm-hmm. and so it's interesting that even a, a, like what you're observing is even younger women have the it's like gosh dang it what's it gonna take for us to have full permission to say if it isn't if it's in your heart to do freaking go for it mm-hmm. right I, mm-hmm. I, that's my work I'm really passionate about that so Yeah. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It is. Yeah.
0: Because I, I remember hearing some women say, well, I'll wait till my kids are older or, and they just wait and wait and wait. And I think, no, just, just do it. And like you said, I want to give them full permission. So what does that mean to you when you're giving a woman full permission to step into her power? Yeah.
1: So let's start with what is preventing it. You know, like I didn't have the role models or women over 40 didn't have the role models of powerhouse women having both, having, I'm a, I'm a solid earner over here. I'm making money. I am my own authority and I'm a great mom. And I blend them. Mm -hmm. You know, I was raised with moms were either stay at home or works a little part-time gigs. There was no business Mm -hmm. women back when I was coming up. Right. And so But you know, 40, 50, six-year-old women, they literally didn't have role models. So we come in this, and when I first started, I had to do it like a man, you know, I told you, I started in 2001 and, you know, Mm -hmm. went to business coaching in 2004. We had to work, like, I actually had a coach, Lindsay, a coach, a very famous coach basically say to me, you should not, you just decide to not see your kids for like a year and work your ass off. And then you get out of debt. And I'm like, are you kidding me? No. And he was a famous coach coaching other coaches and and I was like, what? Wow. Like, And that was the only thing he could come up with. So, so it was, if you did it back in the day, will you just sacrifice? You do it more in the masculine and just burn it out and, oh, well, your health is challenged. Oh, well, your relationships are bad. Oh, well, you neglect your kids. You got to make money. You just got to go do it, right? And so thankfully, a lot of pioneer women, and I I consider myself one of them, Mm -hmm. with my clients, it's like, okay, what would permission look like? And what I'm going to tell you is you're going to feel, I always say when the children come out, guilt goes in. (laughs) Yes, (laughs) It's just kind of inherent, right? But what I know, and this this is kind of what helps me, I know my children, we all have soul agreements, right? My children Mm -hmm. did not choose a mom that was going to be a stay-at-home mom my children, I have two boys, my children chose a woman who has a bigger mission and who has to be out in the world. They chose that. And mm-hmm. so when I'm leaving on a business trip and when I'm busy, I can say this isn't bad because on some level, this is how it was scripted for all of us. Mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I also believe that if it is yours to do, because if we were supposed to be stay-at-home moms or if we weren't supposed to have businesses, we wouldn't have the desire. Yes. So if you have the desire, like you know if we get spiritual here the root of the word desire is of the father it literally is god's design or or mm. you know spirit's urging for you that you do this in the world and so i can't argue with that <laughs> it's like i'm like just mm-hmm. as i'm left-handed i'm like and i'm also programmed i'm wired for this desire it's kind of my imperative. Like I've got to follow that. That is my soul showing me like, no, this, this is who you are. These are the people you're supposed to help. And so once you say yes to it, and I think that's the thing is, you know, I always ask my clients, like, have you really committed? Like, or do you have a backdoor? Like, oh, if it doesn't work, I'll just, ah, uh, there can't be a backdoor. You know, mm-hmm, like you don't mm-hmm. go into a marriage going, well, I mean, maybe some people do, but <laughs> you shouldn't go into a marriage going, eh, if it doesn't work in a few months, I'll just jump, you know, like, yeah, it yeah. doesn't go so well.
0: I love that. And I wonder if maybe, um, moms who have older kids, maybe they're in their forties or fifties and they want, they feel that, that desire Yeah, and they keep like pushing it back. Like it's building up and building up and building up. Cause like the universe is always pushing uh-huh. you to do something uh-huh. and pretty soon it's like going right. to smack you in the face. Like, please listen to me because it wouldn't be a thing for you if it wasn't a thing for you. Exactly. Yeah. We got to pay attention. So when you have that desire, that dream and you're like, well, who am I to do this? What's Mm -hmm. your next step to actually go forward?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I used to be a therapist and so I always go to how, how is your, your, your emotions or your mindset or your psychology messing you up? Because here's the thing, you're not stupid. Not you, Lindsay, but people listening. We're not stupid. We're not lazy. We're not going to wake up Thursday and go, you know, I think I'm just going to screw my life up today. Like nobody's doing that. Right, right. right. It's always unconscious. And so, I mean, well, there are times when you might say, I wouldn't know what to do next. Okay. Well, that's Mm -hmm. when you go to coach, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. when you have to help. But once you've decided if you can get somebody that will help you crafted and put the form around it. But to, to even get to the point of saying, okay, I'm going to go for it. You would say like, wh- what would I fear if I did this? Cause there's a thing called a conflicting intention. And so it could be like, you know, I really, really, really want to start my own business or I want to expand my business. But then there's could be this other thought that's usually not, the not even in your awareness. That's something like, yeah, but if you do, then you'll be gone from your kids or maybe you'll be so busy that you won't have time for your husband or oh my gosh, worse yet, you could make so much money that your husband would feel threatened. Mm-hmm. And so I would explore like literally write down every single thought that is like, okay, if I did this, what could possibly go wrong? What would and then what would other people think? Because it's sometimes it's not just ourselves, it's just like well, wow, nobody, I'm just making this stuff up. Mm -hmm. Like no woman in my family has ever had a business or, you know, and people, women, maybe you've got an unconscious money belief that women are not supposed to be super successful with money. You know, so Mm -hmm. it's really diving in and finding that, like what would be the possible scary things? What could go wrong? Who, Who would be affected by this? And so you kind of pull up the things in the unconscious that are holding you back and then you go, huh, I could live with that, or you know what I mean, or Mm -hmm. like maybe my husband wouldn't be mad if I made more, but he'd probably like Mm -hmm. it if I made more Mm -hmm. money, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's just discovering what that is and then moving forward. But most people sort of live unconsciously; they don't examine themselves to the degree that well, I do, and probably you do, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And I think that those are that's a scary exercise to do because it's so vulnerable and it's you yeah. not taking action It's you listening and acknowledging like these, these fears are real for me. And I see a lot too um, cause I work with uh, RTT clients and one big thing that comes up a lot is with a money block, for instance, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're scared that they're going to F it up. They're going to mm-hmm. lose everything. Mm-hmm. So they want this, you know, abundant business, but it's blocked because they fear that if they get that abundance, they're going to lose it all or mismanage it or whatever, because there's something in the back of their mind that mm-hmm. in, in history or whatever it may be that is like, nope, we're going to protect you from doing that. So no fear. <laughs> Do you, Does that come up a lot for you? Oh your my life? gosh.
1: Yeah. So um, I work with a pendulum. Do you know what that is? Yep. So... It's, so that's an example, and, I'll, and I'll, so when, when somebody comes to me like that, it's, it's either two things, well actually three things. One and you can ask yourself, because, and I know you teach this, we're way more intuitive than we know. Like we really, really, we really are if we can learn to trust our intuition. But what I tell people, and this is just a little bit of a teaching moment, right? Mm-hmm. Brain is not your friend. Your brain has been wired biologically since cave days, you know, because there were like things jumping out at you and you had to hunt and kill your own food back in the cave days. Mm -hmm. And so your brain had to, or the cave people brains had to basically say, careful, watch out for that. That could happen because it was literally life or death. So our brains are wired. And so like in that case, oh my gosh, you could blow the money. It's going to be like your brain Mm -hmm always alerts you to what could go wrong, how it's going to fail, how you're going to fall on your face, how everybody's going to hate you, blah, 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 right? like this litany mm-hmm. of negative thinking. And I just teach my clients basically, like, I'm surprised we haven't heard her yet, but I have a dog. And if somebody walks <laughs> on my street, that fool's going to bark because mm-hmm. she's wired to do it, right? Mm-hmm. That's what our brain is wired to do. And so if you can understand, so teaching point number one, like, Oh, isn't that interesting? I'm hearing, I'm hearing all those negative thoughts. Oh, that's so cute. My brain's just doing its brain thing, like just like when Finley barks. Mm. Oh, sh-. well, I don't really think it's cute, but <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> shut up. Right? But but if you understand, because a lot of people get tripped up when they get those scary thoughts, when they get those like, oh my gosh, this could happen. We listen to them, we believe them as if it's gospel, as opposed to, isn't that interesting? Okay, that means. I'm pushing something here. I I want something bigger, and my brain's freaking the hell out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's number one. You don't listen to it. Number two, this is the crazy part. If if I was working with you, I could pick up a pendulum and basically say, "Is this yours or is it somebody else's?" Mm -hmm. Now we we get a pause for this one because this is big. Mm -hmm. Very often, we carry other people's beliefs. We carry other people's traumas, other people, you know, it's like, Mm. it's like, I have this all the time with with, a woman will be with somebody and she'll say something weird about money. And I'm like, wait, what? That doesn't sound like you. And we do the work and it's like, oh, that's my husband's fear. Mm. Or, oh, that came from my father who lost all his money. Or, I mean, I have clients whose who are, who relatives, you know, survived the Holocaust. Imagine what, Mm -hmm. or people whose grandparents were in the depression that stuff gets embedded in your energy. And so you have all this stuff. So just one simple question is, so the first question is, is it true when you're hearing all that money, you know, the Mm -hmm. scary stuff? The second question is, is this even mine? Mm -hmm. And if it's not yours, and seriously, you can find out. I mean, come to me, I'll show you. But you can just ask your body, but it's literally isn't mine. And if it's not, you just say return to sender with consciousness. Just go, oh my God, wait, that's my grandfather's? And so literally wow. imagine it going out of your body, returning to from what from whence it came, basically. And then the third one, if it is yours, you just say, okay, show me the part that fears this. Because there's the bad you that's like, no way, I want to make money. But then there's, you know, most grown up women are not like, oh no, I'm gonna lose everything. Mm-hmm. Like, what? I mean, we're 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 strong. So so what. I mean, if you work with me, I will tell you the exact age and I can, you know, I can help you do the clearing stuff, but you can literally go, okay, show me the part of me that is fearing that. And you literally have a dialogue with those two. Like, what are you afraid of? I'm going to afraid you're going to lose it. Well, but I haven't lost it. But when you're yeah. in college, you defaulted on that loan. I know, but that's mm. 30 years ago, right? <laughs> like you literally, you literally can talk to the parts. And so I, I know I went into a little bit deeper, but I wanted to give some specific things that people can do.
0: Mm-hmm. So good. One thing that came up for me was thinking like you have a, you have this new home and it, I, I think about my home. My home is over a hundred years old and wow. it's had lots of energy in yes. it. That's for yes. sure. <laughs> But one thing that stood out was okay so the whole house has been gutted like the main floor the upstairs and replaced like probably in the 80s and then when you go down in the basement you're like oh there's a lot of old wiring down here that Mm. i don't need anymore and you have to get it out right
1: great metaphor great metaphor yeah and it's you know what they say lindsay and it's on one hand it's like oh my gosh not so great 95% of what drives us and motivates us is unconscious. And that's pretty, basically you get to get up and figure out what you're going to wear and that's, (laughs) that's it. The rest (laughs) of your day, you're unconscious, right? And so my work, and I know your work as well, is like bringing that, getting people choice, giving them awareness. So for me, if I'm embarking on something new, I still get goofy. I mean, I still like, oh my God, Mm -hmm, you know? mm but I don't crumble. I just am like, oh, all right, all right. Okay. That's that little part of me. Yep. That's that little kid in me. And I know how to navigate it. So it doesn't, sometimes it, sometimes it doesn't have to happen anymore, but you know, every time you're making an up level, you're going to be like, ah, crap. Mm -hmm. Can I do it? You know, Mm -hmm. it's just getting the tools to keep going instead of stopping.
0: Yeah. And I think, like you said, you brought up the word up level. Mm -hmm. And I think so many of us have such a small definition to what up leveling means. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let's say somebody's going to launch a program Mm -hmm. and they've, they've prepared for it. They've done everything and they're in the midst of it. And then all of a sudden their brain is like, I don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. This feels weird and unaligned. And then they just kind of freeze up. Mm -hmm. What is,
1: what's happening there? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So now, there are times, I, I will say, there are times when you need to stop because maybe you don't quite have enough clarity. That, that's a reasonable, that's a conscious choice. There are also times when perhaps, um, you know, a kid gets sick or you have a health problem or somebody dies or where you have to be like, okay, I got to, I got to tend to that. Again, mm-hmm. a conscious choice. My number one indicator, and people relate to this all the time when I say you know how you can tell you have an unconscious block? You ready? Start, stop, start, stop, start, stop, start, stop. So exactly mm. what you just said. And so no, the first thing is you have to be aware. And so I would, so here's, here's another technique. I call it <laughs> flip it on its head, okay? <laughs> and so, so you're going to answer this, but it's not going to be logical. Like it's not going to make sense, but it'll make sense in the end. Okay. So I would say, what would be the potentially bad thing of launching this program. And people would say, there's nothing bad. Well, bull, you're, mm-hmm. you're stopping for some reason, right? And what I'm looking to get at is the unconscious resistance, right? Mm-hmm. So I w- So, what is a potentially bad thing about getting what you want? And what is a potentially good thing about being stuck and not getting what you want? And the way this came about, I was working with a woman, she had a consulting practice And every single thing I did, my gosh, we'd come up with great strategies. And then three weeks later, she'd be like, I don't know, you know, or Mm -hmm. something would happen. And I finally like stumbled onto my flip it on its head technique. And what she said when she got real is like, oh my God, if I made money, then I could actually leave my husband. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I kind of don't want to even deal with that. And I just said, ding, ding, ding. That's what it is. So for her, I pulled it apart, like, okay, well, you can make money and decide not to leave your husband or decide, but it doesn't have to be contingent on each other. Mm -hmm. So that was her payoff. We call it a payoff. So the potentially bad thing for her getting money is, oh, no, I might have to face my marriage. The potentially good thing for her staying stuck was, whew, I don't have to be in that conversation that I'm uncomfortable with. So if you just, just ask yourself that alone, that one flip it on its head question, usually will. And it's, it's either I'm afraid of X or I could fall on my face, you know, like that's the thing. And then when it comes mm-hmm. up, it's just like, can you live with that? Cause most of us like, well, they're going to, maybe it won't sell. Okay. Are they mm-hmm. going to steal your children? Like what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We, we have this, like this could happen. Yeah. Can you live with it? Mm-hmm. And what's the worst thing? Okay, so say it doesn't say to say no, but only one person buys it. Okay, so then what? Then you're mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, it'd be a little embarrassing, but I'd still, you know, I, I would still live.
0: So,
1: mm-hmm. I
0: love that um, because I see that a lot, especially with first launchers. And sometimes it doesn't even, you know, go at all what they wanted, and they get into yeah. such a low. Yeah, and it's you know, if you don't have that that mindset to support you you're going to go into that that bad alley where like, well, you didn't do this right and you didn't do this know, right. And then they have they make the decision to either stop or just re-scrap everything that they're doing and just do Ugh. something completely different. I, I can't stand watching that. So what kind of tips do you have for those newer yeah. course creators or coaches who feel that they yeah, tie I it up so much to results.
1: I know. I, you know, and I've 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 been there myself. I mm-hmm. you know, we've all had launches that were like, What the hell was that? you know? Yeah. I, well, I saw that's twofold. I remember one time years and years ago, I was doing um a launch of a selling program I was I was doing and I called after the launch that wasn't successful. I I called one of my girlfriends and I'm like, Oh my gosh, what is up with my mindset? I'm sure I sabotaged it. And she goes, How many follow-up emails did you send? And I was like, What? <laughs> <laughs> I was allegedly a marketer back then. I don't know mm-hmm. why I didn't think to send up follow-up emails. <laughs> and so it was like, oh crap. So sometimes it is just a thing. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't have the right system in place or you did not do the follow-up. So sometimes it is legitimate. So you really do have to um what do they call it? like post mortem debrief? Like, okay, let's yeah, yeah. get, you know, right message, right market, right price, blah blah, 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 blah. Okay. But if it's not that, so a couple things. I always say nothing is wasted.
0: And that's really hard
1: when you're needing money, and you're like, "Yeah, I was wasted. I spent a bunch of money to create this. I didn't get it. energetically nothing is wasted." And just the just by virtue of people seeing you put that stuff out there, you're gaining credibility. Mm-hmm. And so even though people aren't buying, like I in the old like when I very first started, I used to do monthly free calls, you know, interviews and I'd be interviewing and I'm like, shit, there is not a single person listening. Oh my God. Oh my God. Like, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? Like mm-hmm. this, I was an early adopter of like the, you know, doing interviews. Mm-hmm. And I would just say, okay, it's okay. Cause, cause mm-hmm. it's like people see the marketing. They're like, wow, she's doing that. She's mm-hmm. doing that. Well, oh, she's talking to that person. That's pretty cool. Right. Nothing's wasted. The fact that you stu- stood up, the fact that you created it it can sometimes it's it's just not the right time. You know, and I hate to say that it's it's disheartening when you're banking on it, you put so much mm-hmm. in. But sometimes you just gotta trust. Like when my clients come to me, like one recently said, I had four selling calls and only and like they all said they're gonna work with me and they they're not getting back with me. And I and I'll mm-hmm. say, And how's that perfect? And and she, you know, that's she's yeah. she's been working mm-hmm. with me a while. It's it's a hard thing to hear. And she'll say, I'm taking it personally. Mm-hmm. I'm like mm-hmm it's not about you at all. And then the week later they come, they all come. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So sometimes there's perfection. So sometimes it's a messaging thing, but mostly like, this is the work Lindsay is how do you stay in the knowing that this is yours to do? How do you stay positive and having faith Mm -hmm. when you're not getting the results? I love that. That's really hard. You know, that takes support.
0: It does absolutely take support. And that's the way I feel about my business. You know, sometimes I'll do things and I'll think, you know, for some reason I feel called to do it and it Mm -hmm. won't work as well. And that's great because it's just feedback and that's all, that's all feedback and lessons. Mm -hmm. And you have to have that. Like, I know that I am taken care of no matter what I do. And I love that you said, yeah, Yeah. I love that you said, um, you know, nothing goes unnoticed. Because when you see somebody like, oh, I'm launching a program, you think, wow, that's so cool that they're doing that. They're not hiding behind their screen. They're taking action. Exactly. And that puts them at a whole new level that you don't even acknowledge.
1: Yeah. I I, program, I love this conversation. Oh, no, good, good. I had a program a while back. Again, it was my, one of my selling programs. And I, I I that was like my favorite child selling program. And um, terrible launch, terrible launch. And truthfully, with my clients, I share yeah, my income was down this year or yeah, my that launch didn't go as well. Mm -hmm. I want to be really transparent because it's really disheartening when you think you're the only one. And so I, that's why I freely talk about the ups and the downs because I don't want anybody sitting out there going, wow, well, Lindsay and Trees clearly are making it. They've got, I'm like, yeah, no, (laughs) (laughs) I got lots of ups and downs. And I think that's important in our industry to not pretend, you know, to be really yeah. transparent. And so I, I had this one launch and I'm, I, so it was this really weird juxtaposition. So I was in Sedona, I was running a retreat for women and I, it was like, whoa, that's like my happy place. Like I was so high running this retreat. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Doing my favorite work, deep work. And at the same time I was doing this launch and the retreat literally was, it just was just one of those pinnacle moments And I'm in the retreat and I'm checking my numbers for the launch. And it's not, there's not a lot of numbers, (laughs) not a lot of sales. And I'm driving home from the retreat. So I have this high of like, this is the work I'm supposed to do really going deep, just really connecting. And then the other part of me is like, shit, this isn't working. Oh my God. And I'm, and I'm just getting all pissed. I'm just like, come on, come on. Why is this working? And I literally heard in me because it's not supposed to sell anymore. Mm. And I was so like, wait, what I've been, I've been queen of sales for like years. What? And, the, and literally the guidance was, you gotta let that go. That's not your work anymore. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was very hard. Cause I, that's like, I love it and I'm very good at it, but it was like, nope. I, it's time to surrender it. And so again, that's like, sometimes it's, you just got to listen to the intuitive nudges that mm-hmm. say, yeah, that was cool, but not exactly that, you know? And then mm-hmm. you've got to trust and just go, okay, well, I'll wait. Either I'll wait till the next thing or I will I don't know, <laughs> or trust, I'll drink yeah. some wine or something, but you got to <laughs> trust, you know? So. Oh,
0: I, I say that a lot. Have just trust, trust the mm-hmm. process be patient. And I, I can see like smirkles on my students' faces when I say mm, that sometimes. Yeah. So what, what kind of advice do you have when you hear that? And it's kind of, you haven't even dipped your foot in the, in the mindset pool in the anything you're, you've been taking action for
1: one to two I years know. and
0: you're like, what do you mean trust the process? Are you kidding I, me?
1: I know it's crazy. Well, I, I really, to this my belief is that this entrepreneurial journey is like a spiritual training ground like it's all faith trust Mm. and surrender it is Mm. it because think about it we're not just mcdonald's franchise's owners you know what i mean Mm -hmm. somebody doesn't hand us a manual and say okay your ketchup's got to be this this you know what i mean right it's it's of your own creation it's it's of your heart and your energy and your soul and and it's 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 like this it's like your own child It's just a beautiful thing right Mm -hmm. and so yeah of course do all the tactical stuff But then what I think I said earlier is, you know, if this is yours to do, you have to be a steward of that. And very often that means you gotta, you gotta be rid of things that don't serve anymore. And so, if you start a business and there's a little smidge of doubt in you, can I still believe it? Oh, guess what's going to happen? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it's like life's going to go. Yeah, you can't really have doubt anymore. And so you're going to be. It's going to be up in your face. And I look at that as a good thing. I love that when my clients are like, "Oh my God, I'm in my shit," and I'm like, "Yes, yay, yeah." <laughs> you know. So so if you understand, it's really a transformational journey. It really. If you just go, okay, I signed up for this. And it's not going to just be my business that's being built. It's going to be me that's being rebuilt. It's going to be me that has to Mm -hmm. be a different version of me. And some people relish that. Some people just roll into it. Some people fight it. Mm -hmm. The less fighting you do, the better. Um, I also will say, like in this moment, if you, let's say you didn't have a launch that worked or you're not making the money you want. Are you sitting in a house with lights on? Did you have some some water today? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. if you just stay in the moment, stay, literally stay in this moment, because that's in the old days when I was struggling financially, I would be like, oh my God, but at the end of the month, and I'm not gonna, and I went through a bankruptcy after the recession. I mean, I know what I'm talking about mm-hmm. here, right? I've, mm-hmm. I've been through this and it's really easy to get into, it's never gonna work. Shh, are mm-hmm. you okay in this moment? Are you okay? And I think- I think you referenced it like I've always been taken care of. Like, so Mm -hmm. either you have your own affirmations, you have people. When I went through bankruptcy, I literally had a friend call me every single day. She was a minister. She called every single day and say, I'm knowing for you that this is already done and it's it's already solved and you're fine. Mm -hmm. I couldn't, because I couldn't hold that knowing for myself. I still, Mm -hmm. when I go through stuff, I still have my business girlfriends that I'll just say, tell me things are going to work out. Cause I'm not seeing it. I'm in Mm -hmm. a bag of shit right now. Mm -hmm. And I need, I need you to hold that for me. And so it's really getting the village that holds you and supports you and says, I know it's scary. We got you. Come on, come on, come on, come Mm -hmm. on, come on. That's how you get through it.
0: Oh yes, absolutely. Having a coach or being in a program where there's people Mm -hmm. just like you is so important. You don't have to do this alone ever and you shouldn't because this is not. It's like the wild west. We don't know really what we're doing. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> we're just inspired. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's- if you're feeling like you have some blocks, because you know we all do, and it's okay. I have them, and we have to get through them. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just part of the journey. So, what can they do if they feel if they feel really called to your services? What? How can they find you? so you can help them.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much. Well, you can go to my website, Teresa But what's super fun, Lindsay, is I have a Facebook group called Fierce AF Women in Business with Teresa Skelly. <laughs> and so find that on Facebook. And I also have a monthly call where I, where I do a webinar, like, you know, like last, last month I taught visibility from the inside out and putting your personality in your marketing. So kind of the inner game of business. And so that's Skelly.com forward slash F-A-F. And it's a webinar and live coaching. And, it, and people come on and I clear them and I do them like little laser sessions. So it's super fun. Hmm. So I would really welcome that. But just check out my stuff. And if, you, if you're feeling called, let's have a conversation. I would see what we can do. To support yeah. you
0: yeah yeah we will put all of your links in the show notes and I think it's just so obvious to me that you're not only all about the inner work it's both and you have a you have balance and that's what we need as entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. you're just like the, the place to go so thank you for sharing so yes. many golden nuggets with us
1: it's been great
0: all right Therese thank you and now you can go have some coffee and enjoy your morning <laughs> you got such a good head start
1: <laughs> It's been fabulous really good to connect with you
0: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Book Your Dream Clients podcast. I am so grateful for you and I want to be sure you are a part of my free community. Go to dreamclientcommunity.com and join our free Facebook group. We have all kinds of cool things happening every single day, so don't miss out. Also, if you love downloading freebies, check out my Freebie Vault on my website by going to lindsaymaloney.com, selecting Freebie Vault, and there you can download all the things that will help you start and scale your coaching business. And if you're feeling extra generous, be sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode.